0: Welcome to the Careers Employability and Skills podcast from Queen's University Belfast. This episode was an information session for Study USA and features Daniel Lowe and Queen's University student Rachel Reid and is hosted by Rory McGrillan. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to our Study USA information session. It's great to see so many of you joining us today. So let me begin by introducing myself. My name is Rory Mcgrillan, and I work in the Queen's Global Opportunities team. We are kindly joined today by Daniel Lowe from the British Council. So the British Council coordinate the Study USA program, and interesting enough, Daniel is also a Queen's alumni. So it's great to have him along with us today. We're also kindly joined by Rachel Reed. Uh, Rachel is a recent graduate, having studied law at Queen's, and she spent a year in Columbia, Kentucky. At Lindsay Wilson College so it'll be very very interesting to hear about her experiences and how she got on the program at this stage I want to now pass over to Daniel and he'll take you through all of the relevant information
1: thanks very much Rory okay well this is a short presentation on the study USA program for the 2022 to 23 cohort which uh, you may well be eligible for as you listen so, to begin with, uh, what is the program? What is Study USA? Well, it's a one year scholarship for you to take a break from your Queen's degree to go to the States uh, to a, a college or university that we partner with in the US. And uh, it's a scholarship to study business or a mix of business and STEM classes. And we'll get into more detail about what classes you might be able to take uh, a little bit later on. But that's the essence of the program it's funded by the department for the economy in northern ireland and we at the british council deliver the program it's been going since the 1990s and normally over 50 places available in a year so we have 59 students uh, out in the states at the minute and uh, we have 54 places on offer for next year and what's it, what is it all about well uh, in terms of the aims and the ethos and the objectives of the programme, it's really to provide students from Northern Ireland with an international dimension to their studies and to their degree uh, with an outward looking experience that's going to improve your employability skills on your return. And um, also to give you the necessary skills in business that you need to become a, a leader in the future economy of Northern Ireland as well and to try and develop our economy. And then on the other side, you have the opportunity, of course, as well, to raise awareness of Northern Ireland and our uh, economy and culture and and politics and history and everything in the United States as well. So that's uh, the other dimension to it. And we'll look at some uh, eligibility requirements before we get any further. So you need to be studying full time. Um, And if you're then at Queen's, you would be applying during your level two year. So your second year of your degree is the year when you would submit your application. Uh, Applications are are open at the minute and we'll get onto that later on as well. Uh, You need to be in good academic standing. So what we say is um, in the event of a large number of applications, we will be having a 60% first year average as as the cutoff um, percentage in terms of your first year results. but uh, we we do have flexibility on, on that, depending on on what we want to do in the number of applications. So, but well, that's that's the rough guide in terms of your, your first year results that you would need. And if you've participated in another um, program that's been funded by the Northern Ireland Executive, well then that would that would register you ineligible. So, um, that could be a program like uh, IASTI or. Possibly an Erasmus uh, program or Study China or the Language Assistance Program, something like that. So hopefully that doesn't uh, rule out anybody on the call. Okay, so life as a study USA student uh, could be quite different from life as a student at Queen's. This is a map of our partner colleges. So we work with 140 colleges and universities across the United States, and as you can see, they're they're spread all over from the northeast to the midwest to the south, uh, even a couple up in, in the northwest as well. And these are mostly um, small rural liberal arts colleges, um, not normally in the major cities. We do have a couple in, in the likes of Philadelphia and Chicago, but these are mostly in small college towns um, and it's it's sort of off the beaten track. It's It's an experience of real America off the tourist trail. Majority of colleges would have around um, one to 2,000 students so they are small in size and that gives you the chance to, to get to know everybody. Um, we don't make a, a list of colleges available prior to your application but if you make it through your interview stage, by that stage we will know which colleges are offering to host for the year ahead and we can make that list available to you then for you to pick some preferences. Here's an example. Here's uh, one of our um, partner colleges, Maryville College in Tennessee. And it's not chosen entirely at random because this was the college that I studied at when I was uh, participating in Study USA as a Queen's student. Um, I was doing theology at Queen's and I took the year on Study USA, went to Maryville College and had a great time. So this uh, building in the middle is called Anderson Hall. That's one of the main teaching buildings on campus. If you look to the left hand side, um, more towards the background, you can see the uh, that's the library building. Um, in the distance you can make out the the, uh, the sports pitches, baseball and football pitches, the gymnasiums over there as well, um, administration building in the middle, and over on the right hand side you can see some of the residence halls um, in apartment style and uh, normal style residence halls. And then off camera to the left you would have the dining facilities, dining hall, and some more residence halls as well and this is really a a typical uh, campus scene it's very beautiful very well kept and well looked after just a lovely place to to live and to study and for that one there in the distance you can see the the peaks of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park as well some others then um, top left this is St Anselm College up in New Hampshire Uh, top right is Picture of a small town called Galena in Illinois, and that's close to a couple of our partner colleges. Um, so it's just a, an example of, of that setting as well. Uh, bottom right is one of our students at Greensboro College in North Carolina uh, quite recently. And then on the bottom right, you have uh, a picture of a new student orientation session, and that's at Rocky Mountain College in Montana with the Rockies in the distance. So social life uh, on campus will be and could be uh, different to your experience um, here at at Queen's. We do like to remind students always of the minimum drinking age of 21. So um, it's important to remember that alcohol might not be a a central part of socialising in your US experience. And there will be a lot of uh, extracurricular opportunities uh, for you involved with the possibility of uh, campus jobs, community work are always a major feature of, of college life. Some of our students are able to get involved in in uh, college teams or even play in intramural um, uh, competitions as well. Um, it's important to be open to, to all of those opportunities, to the new clubs and societies that you can join and and to say yes to things um, and, and to see what comes from those um but also to be realistic with your expectations and think if this is a a kind of experience and lifestyle that will will suit you well and will fit you it's uh, not always like the the portrayals in the films and in the tv shows and movies um, so it's just being aware of that as well and then in the academics a uh, typical class size might be uh, 10 or 20 students um, it could be very small class sizes again, depending on your um, degree and your, your discipline at Queen's, that might be a very different experience for you. But this is one of the things that US students are really paying big money for, and that's to have a close relationship with their, their tutors and their professors. And you really will get that, and you'll get that access to your lectures and your, your tutors um, because of those small class sizes. They use a conti- uh, continuous assessment model of uh, education in the states as well. So uh, you would be getting take-home quizzes, uh, open book exams, class tests, um, assignments through the semester, you would be marked on your participation in class, you would be marked attendance at class, so you have to be there and you have to be active and that's very important as well, you'll be expected to speak up, expected to participate, in class and you would find that the American students, the the local students uh, really are because they're aware of just how much the experience is is costing them to be at college and they are very, very keen to make the most of it. So you need to be like that as well. And it's it's just a a different academic setting, but very much it's being aware of that continuous assessment model. A lot of our students find that it's a little bit like being back at school um, and that the the level of the work isn't um, unattainable. It's not, it's not too difficult, but it's just the the quantity of work. It really takes you to, to get used to that and will take you to have good time management to, to cope with your different assignments and, and deadlines that you're given. Now, one of the great things about the Study USA program in particular is the, uh, the different levels of student support that there are. And these make it a really safe way to have a study abroad experience. So uh, on one level, um, to begin with, Queen's University will support you in your application and, and be there to help you and to guide you through that process. If you want to, to reach out and, and avail of that. Um, then from us at the British Council, we, if you're successful in getting place, we will walk you through the, um, the admissions process for your college the process of applying for your US visa and of getting your health and travel insurance for the year. And so we we take you through all of that process and we don't leave you on your own for that. Uh, We also have a a pre-departure orientation day and that's what this picture is of recently and that would take place um, in early summer before you would be uh, really flying out which would then take place in the month of August. Um, And that's an opportunity to to um, just to to become aware of of what it is that you're you're going to be experiencing. Um, We we talk through some of the different elements of campus life, what to expect when you arrive, um, different do's and don'ts, how to deal with difficult situations and so we do prepare you as best you can and it's a good chance to meet the other students on the uh, program as well. When you then arrive at your US college or you'll find that you're, you're well looked after as an international student on campus. You'll have an international advisor and they will be your point person, your go-to person who's there to support you and help you uh, through the year. And more than likely you will have an international orientation uh, day or days. That would be the first thing that you go through on campus before then you, you start into your classes and, and really uh, get into normal life at your college. We have a US-based student support advisor as well. So say you're there and, and there's some issue, there's some um, problem that you have, and it could be it could be an emergency, it could be urgent, or it could be that you just need to speak to somebody who's familiar with the college system. Um, maybe it's a problem with your international advisor and you can't go to them. Well, you can go to our uh, US-based student support advisor. Uh, at the minute, it's a guy called Tony Novosel. Who's been working on the programme for twenty years, and um, has has heard all of the problems that students have had in the past, and can be very very helpful in pointing you in the right direction. But we at the at the British Council are always available as well if, if you do want to contact us, um, and and we will be able to get back to you uh, in, in office hours as well. So. Uh, Looking at the requirements of the programme, you'd be doing 15 hours of class time per week. Um, In the US, they use a GPA, grade point average system, which is different to our our degree uh, classifications in the UK. So what we require students to achieve is a 3.0 GPA, and the maximum uh, top marks would be a 4.0. So 4.0 would be the equivalent um, in general terms of a first class honours and you're required to to make a 3.0. So roughly speaking, it would equate to about 57% or um, just close to a a 2-1 classification. Um, You have an ambassadorial role as well in the programme. And with that, you would be giving five ambassadorial presentations on Northern Ireland. And those could be um, on any different aspect of, of life. It could be on tourism in Northern Ireland, our economy, our history, our culture, or links with the United States Um, and those could be in-class presentations, it could be to a club or a society on campus or it could be off campus in the community to a local uh, community group or church group or something like that as well. Uh, You would then be completing a personal development portfolio, what we call a PDP, at the end of the year you'd be putting that together and there are two elements to that, it would be a a written piece 2000 words a reflection on your year, and then a multimedia video piece as well. And then any requirement that Queens University would ask you to do would be your responsibility to complete as well. So Queens um, asks for a business-related project, and um, that is uh, to that is then another another piece that you would need to complete. And then Queens University recognizes your Study USA year by awarding a graduate certificate in American business. Practiced, which is brilliant, a recognition of the year as well. Right. Well, we mentioned at the start about it being a business, uh, a business scholarship or a business and STEM scholarship. So just a little bit more detail to, to flesh that out. Uh, as we've said, StudyUSA is open to students from all disciplines, all backgrounds, it doesn't matter what you're studying at the minute, but it does have a business focus. So all students will be taking some business classes um and uh and that will be the emphasis in the states but what is considered a business class is quite broad so it could be it could be some of the more traditional business classes like economics and finance um management or marketing but also things like like community classes or language classes or it uh, would be included and would be counted as business related classes as well. So those would all be options for you when you come to look at what classes are available at your U.S. college. For students who are from a STEM uh, background, uh, say if you're studying a, uh, studying engineering or studying a, a science at Queen's, uh, you would have the opportunity not to take all business, but to take a mixture of business and STEM classes. And uh, the STEM classes that we would consider would be the pure sciences, so the natural sciences and engineering classes. So if, if you're from that discipline, that might, those disciplines, that might be something that would interest you as well. But for most students, it will be the business focus. and You'll be taking the business related classes. Uh, the only other dimension is that every student on the programme gets an elective class each semester so uh, while you're doing, say your your business classes in fall semester you might have four business classes but then you have a fifth class and that fifth class is an elective and for your elective you can take anything on offer so you can look through your college course catalog and you can see what takes your fancy and it's a nice opportunity to take something that's a little bit lighter uh, that's not putting the pressure on you it's just something totally different and we've had some interesting Um, examples of electives that students have taken over the years. It could be something to do with performing arts. It could be like a college production, something musical, um, possibly a college trip away somewhere. That would be for academic credit. It could be something sports related. Uh, We famously had somebody who did snowboarding, apparently as an elective class one year. Uh, So you would be surprised at what what classes are on offer and available. And it's nice to have the chance to, to take Uh, something else as well in the mix of business or business and stem and uh, if you have any questions about any of that I'm sure we can we can pick those up in the chat uh, at the end as well so just to to finish then as we uh, as we finish off we'll look at the financial elements of the program so mentioned that it's funded by the Department for the Economy in Ireland And that funding from the uh, TFE covers your room and board for the academic year. So that's your accommodation and your your meal plan on campus. There's also a textbook allowance of eleven hundred dollars. So textbooks can be quite expensive in the US and that's there to help you uh, cover your textbooks. And then your flights are are paid for as well. Your flight out in August. And then your return flight at the end of the year. uh, in addition to that, then the US colleges waive the tuition charge for a year, and that's a massive deal because um, US students can be paying anything up to to what thirty thousand US dollars for a year of tuition uh, at college. So all in as as a package, the Study USA scholarship is worth approximately thirty five thousand pounds as a scholarship. And in today's uh, economic climate, it's hard to find anything as generous as that. It really is an amazing and a very, very generous package that you would be benefiting from if you uh, participate. What you would then be funding is a participation fee of £1,500. So that's the participation fee. If you're in receipt of a maintenance grant at the time of your application, well, then uh, you could have that fee waived and you don't have to pay uh, that. But otherwise, it's, it's a £1,500 participation fee. And in addition to that, you cover the cost of your insurance for the year and the costs re- related to your US visa. So we have some very rough uh, figures there as guidelines for your medical insurance cost and the costs associated with applying for your US visa as well. It's important too just to remember your own spending money for out of term time when the uh, college campus will close. So during holidays, your campus will close and you will need to uh, make your own arrangements for that. So uh, some students come home at Christmas time. Um, some students would uh, would go to friends, US friends that they've made American friends and spend the holidays with them. Um, so there are there are cheaper and, and relatively Efficient ways to to spend your holidays and your uh, out of the out of term time from college. If you want to do a lot of travelling, that can be pricey and that can that can take a lot of money. So it's worth saving up for that and, and factoring all of that in. Uh, but you can do it on a, on a shoestring budget as well if you need to. And then finally, how to apply. So we we get a lot of applications from. A wide variety of uh, student applicants uh, from the colleges and from the universities in Northern Ireland, and w- what we are looking for in a good application is somebody who really has researched the Study USA program and who knows why it's Study USA that they want to do. Uh, so, not just any study abroad experience. Why is it that you want to take part in Study USA in particular? So, we'll be looking to see have you researched the program. Uh, have you been on the website? Have you listened to presentations? Have you read up on things? Have you a good grasp of what the year would be like? Uh, do you display a genuine interest in studying business? So um, uh, can, you, can you show us that you're actually interested in, in, in doing that and in taking those business classes and how that's maybe going to help you in your career and in your uh, life in the future? And we want to see somebody who's going to be active and want to volunteer and give back as well. So those are the main things that we look for. Applications are open at the minute. They close on Monday, the 15th of November at 12 noon. And you'll find uh, our application online at that uh, at that website. Or if you just want to search Study USA British Council, uh, you'll find that. And um, the application needs to be in. Uh, completed in one sitting, so you'll find a guidance document on our website as well that gives you a chance to look through the questions, prepare your answers and then you can just paste them in when you're ready to submit your application in one go. Um, top tips answer the questions directly so give us evidence rather than just making vague statements and do remember to proofread as well. Uh, if you get through you'll have an interview then um, and uh, you'll be asked questions about the program similar some of the questions will be similar to your application form and as we mentioned earlier there are 54 places uh, available that's just to give you an idea of the uh, the timeline for the year if you're successful the matching process when we uh, talk with you about what your interests are and find the best college match for you will take place in march then we walk you through admissions visa paperwork uh, later orientation day at the end of june and then you'd be flying out in uh, in the month of august and finishing up your year at the end of april or early may and finally on your return having a, a celebration and graduation in october so that's the end of of my presentation um I encourage you if you're interested speak to speak to Rory speak to the global opportunities team at queens if you want um, for advice or help with your application, contact us at that email address, study.usa at and um, we just like to end with uh, one of our recent students and the, the endorsement that they gave saying what's stopping you from the experience of a lifetime and um, mm-hmm. to, to really go for it and apply for the programme if you think it's something that could be for you. So I'll, I'll hand over back to Rory who's going to I think, do a little interview
0: with with Rachel. Daniel, thank you very much for that uh, overview of the program. It's very, very interesting and obviously will encourage a lot of students to make an application. Um, At this stage, we just want to have a chat with Rachel and hear from her experience of the program. So, Rachel, first of all, thank you very much for coming along and joining us for the session. Um, Can I ask you just to give a wee bit of an introduction to yourself? Uh,
2: Yes, so I graduated just there in June time from Queen's. I did law and then obviously my third year I spent at Lindsay Wilson College in Kentucky and now I work at Allen Overy in Belfast. I'm actually working from home today. But um, yeah, so I just went straight from graduating from Queen's into there just in August time.
0: Congratulations on securing the graduate job. Well done. Um, So you're you're sitting in second year studying law and you're thinking to yourself, um, I'm thinking about going to study in the US. Uh, What made you initially consider applying for the programme?
2: Uh, we actually had just a presentation during one of our lectures. Um, someone came in and gave a presentation. I was like, "Yep, definitely sounds like something I'd be interested in." I think I'd always we would have travelled a lot to America as a family, and I'd always gotten kind of like a obvious tourist like impression of everything that goes on in America, and I kind of wanted something that offered me a little bit more. And I think as well, I uh, come from a law background, so you have that interest in business like a lot of the time, if you want to go, because obviously now I'm in corporate law as well. So I think I kind of wanted to know, like I wanted to experience studying business and see if that was really for me and everything and just kind of broaden my horizons, both like on a personal and like international level and also like with the depth of what I was studying.
0: Very good. Um, You'd obviously mentioned there you, you traveled just for family for touristy or for holidays and whatever. Yeah. Um, when you actually arrived in the US on the of USA program, we we feel slightly different from those previous experiences.
2: Yeah, it's weird not having like your parents who have all your paperwork sorted and all that kind of idea. And I think as well, once I got on the bus and I started driving through Kentucky, it was like they picked me up in a wee minivan with all other international students. And everybody was so welcoming. But at the same time, we're looking out the window being like, I was in the sticks to be honest. It was crazy, and it's just not what you expect necessarily, but it was nice, it was really, everybody was so welcoming and it was like exciting to be by myself I think.
0: Very good, so you sort of embraced the challenge,
2: yeah.
0: um, you did, you had mentioned just when we were chatting beforehand and Dan, Daniel made reference to sort of extracurricular activities, what, what sort of things did you get involved in to sort of help yourself settle?
2: Um, I think like that would be my main advice for anybody who goes, I spoke to the girl who's now in uh, Lindsay Wilson, but just do all of the international things at the beginning that you can because especially at that point you're not going to have any sort of like homeworks or anything like that and I think whenever you're over there people really do actually get involved in those it's not like when you come to Queen's and sometimes not everybody would go to all those events I think do things like that and then from there I made like a really close relationship with a couple of the different like international girls and a lot of the Americans that ran like international committees and we would go to the lakes we would go just do lots of different things. Loads of different volunteering things. I was like, go to the primary schools. And just you can fill your days quite easily, to be honest.
0: <laughs> was it? Was there things you got involved in which you previously hadn't done? And
2: yeah, like I never would have been a person who would have gone into schools. I don't think that was kind of new to me. And I think as well, um, a couple of girls I was really friendly with, they were golfers, so I went and watched like a lot of golf, which I never would have done before. And then each sport also had to help out the other sports. So I became like an honorary golfer. So me yeah. and one of the other golf girls, we were in charge of the ticketing for the basketball, like pretty much every week. So then I was literally sitting like right at the in the corner of the court, like every time the basketball was on, because I got to collect the tickets. So you can ask for better seats than that.
0: Fantastic. So again, just a great way to meet people and sort of get involved in things that you would normally experience. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Um Daniel made Daniel made reference to sort of the size of the US colleges and obviously the difference between some of the size wise. Like Queens is twenty five thousand students. Um how's your experience of the yes, college?
2: The, in, I think Lindsay Wilson was about fifteen hundred, maybe. But meet my classes were sort of fifteen ish in each class, and I that's kind of made for me. I really, really enjoyed it. You get to meet Everybody everybody in the college will know you because you'll be Irish, like or Northern Irish or whatever you, like as soon as you say that, everybody will look out for you, everybody knows who you are. And the professors also, like you get to know them so well. I went every Sunday, my he was my like academic advisor, not my international advisor. I don't know if every college gets one of those. Like if you get one at every college you go to, but I did get one at Lindsay Wilson, he kinda of helped me pick my classes and stuff. And him and his wife took me for Sunday lunch every Sunday. So <laughs> Like, literally every single Sunday and he he's also just one of my professors for two of my classes and I can't imagine that happens particularly often at Queen's because you're yeah. maybe one in a sea of 120 people, I think I was in most of my classes. So.
0: I was, I was going to say the class, even the class size difference between sort of law at Queen's. And, yeah, and it's completely and,
2: different. Yeah,
0: and You mentioned they're obviously getting advice in terms of choosing the modules. Is that yeah. a big thing that sort of stressed you out or was it sort of a fun activity?
2: Um I think it was quite... It was. At first I was overwhelmed because there's a lot of options because at Queen's for my first two years I had no choices at all and then all of a sudden you're sitting with like you can choose between two things that seem really similar and then it becomes I didn't know if I was going to make the right choice or the wrong choice but they're very good at guiding you like down the lines of what they think you'll enjoy and I think with the optional modules too like you're sitting there with like a catalogue of classes to take and I know Daniel mentioned taking something lighter I'm not good at like art or anything like that for me would have stressed me out way more than damn now so i took like american civil war in my first semester and u.s politics in my second semester because i kind of thought that that's a really good place to learn those things you're going to learn it from people who have like grown up hearing about it and things like that so
0: yeah i'm I'm sure i'm sure your classmates were glad to see you joining those types of classes and sort of developing your cultural awareness and your historical and political awareness yeah um in terms of sort of the experience as a whole what did you sort of come back and reflect on that you'd gained like professionally or even personally from it
2: um i think personally like i made a lot of friends i think i have more friends from my one year in um lindsay wilson than i made in three years at queen's to be honest because once you meet your cohort at queen's i think because it's so big you kind of stay with those people whereas at lindsay wilson like i met two and three girls and then you'd be another two and three girls and everything and it is a real campus atmosphere and like the basketballers would ooh, my camera's away. Uh, the basketballers would sit at one table and the other people would sit at another table like footballers over here and stuff and that was really nice but I think professionally as well oh
0: sorry Rachel we've, we've lost your we've lost your sound there can you hear us okay
2: Can you hear me now?
0: Yep, can you hear you perfectly. Yep. That's
2: good. Um, I think professionally, like the interview process at Alan Overy, especially this year, was so competitive. And I think it really did give me something that was like made me stand out. Not just because you've studied abroad and you have like a massive international understanding, which for a company like that is really important and for so many graduate companies now, because like the world's so global, but also like the ambassadorial presentations that gave me one the confidence to speak to the interviewers and two like evidence i could actually go out and speak to people because that's going to be a big part of like my job in the future is going and being able to speak to different groups and the range of presentations that i gave over there showed them that i was going to be able to do something like that
0: fantastic and i'm sure when the company reviewed your your cv or your application that probably stood out as something very interesting
2: yeah because there's yeah. no one else there's done it so
0: and as you say gave you real tangible examples to share in your short interview and uh, your, your questions in in terms of sort of t- Daniel touched on it to her, few just a few more questions Daniel touched on sort of the cost so obviously U.S. colleges are notoriously expensive but sort of day-to-day costs how did, how did you manage with that?
2: Um, day-to-day I really had like very little costs to be honest I didn't eat out loads because food on my campus was actually like quite nice I really liked it they had really good carrot cake which to be <laughs> honest is unforgettable but um, I think just I worked in Tesco throughout my time at queen's so i did take on a few extra hours over the summer just to save up for things like i wanted to, i knew i'd want to come home at christmas so i saved up for things like that but it is really like it is manageable you just need to watch it and the one thing is the textbooks like that textbook alliance will not stretch that far just to <laughs> bear in mind like it my yeah it covered mine but you kind of thought i thought walking into the bookshop our bookshop also sold clothes and i thought oh <laughs> i have like six hundred dollars for this semester i'll be able to come out with a big hoodie and everything whenever i leave the shop not a chance like your books will cost that much money
0: on that i i believe the british council get an itemized receipt of everything that uh, yeah, <laughs> I think are, so. yeah. That's I think. uh rachel look you've, you've been very generous for your time today and i know you're on your lunch break um working from home but is there any final advice or encouragement you'd you recommend the students
2: um, I think I, I would just say definitely apply because you really have nothing to lose it was like the time of my life everybody I talked to can tell how much I enjoyed it because I just would everybody it's there's a running joke oh did Rachel go to America because <laughs> Rachel always talks about her time in America but um, yeah definitely apply and get your application done and like out of your hair I think and if you are lucky enough to be successful one, do everything you can while you're there and two, every time they Daniel or anybody asks you to do something, get it done because it can be quite an ordeal trying to get everything started for you.
0: So just keep on keep on top of things. Keep on top of everything. Get your application in early and uh, Daniel Dan mentioned this as well. So obviously seek advice. So there's, there's uh, within the careers service, there's careers consultants that can advise on not what exactly you put in your application, but just applications in general and there's resources that can make you reflect on what you can bring to the opportunity on your application. Uh, Rachel, look, I just want to take the opportunity to say thank you very much for joining us today. It's been really interesting to hear about your first-hand experience. I'm sure you're, you're keen to get back over in the future and meet friends and former classmates again.
2: Yeah, that was the best thing about the vaccination travel to America, opening up everybody straight on the phone when are you coming back
0: fantastic see you plenty of invites in the future yep. No what does it say look thanks again it's been great speaking with you um at this stage i'm going to invite daniel back on just to say a few final reminders and then we're going to finish up the session with um just uh, a short video
1: great thanks thanks rachel that was really brilliant um uh, it was great just to hear that, that recent experience again and and some of those examples and coming back for sunday lunch and Uh, Some of those real things, just amazing experiences and every experience on Study USA is different. Every college experience is different, but uh, the opportunities that come your way just are incredible. So I really enjoyed hearing that. Thanks, Rachel. Um, Rory, we have a couple of questions. I'll maybe just maybe just uh, address those.
0: So the first one is, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll take your time to go through these here. So Emma has asked, um, thanks very much for information. If we we're successful with the application stage, when would the interviews be, And when would they take place?
1: So Emma, the interviews normally take place in December, uh, normally about the second week of December. Um, so the the application will close on the fifteenth of November. We will then be shortlisting and inviting inviting you to interview if you make it through the shortlisting. So uh, the first half of December is normally when those interviews take place. Um, you might hear back before Christmas, or you might hear back in the new year in, in the, in terms of the outcome of that. And then, as we mentioned, it'll be March time then when you would uh, finally be matched to a college.
0: Very much, I There's another question from um, Rachel. It's just, obviously her school has informed her that she cannot take place for the full academic year. You study USA don't offer single semester
1: opportunities. Uh, no, we don't. We don't. So, Study USA is the full year experience, and we don't have any um, any variety on that. Really, it's just it's just the full year program. So, I'm afraid um, in Rachel's case, we don't have a, a one semester opportunity that we're promoting.
0: Um, Rachel, just if you're still on the on the session, I've put in our Go Global email address. Um, Drop us an email, and we'll arrange to have a chat just so we could show other international study and work related programs. Um, we can see if there's and that, that applies to everyone who's on today if, if you want to make an appointment just drop us an email and we can uh, arrange a call with you um again there's just a the question there is there a summary of all events so what we'll do is anyone who registered for the session we'll send them a link to the recording of this session and we'll also send them other relevant information to like so the british council study usa page and just any relevant information that would be would be interesting for them to know um, at this stage, Daniel, I'm going to show the short video and that'll also give the students to, an opportunity. If they have any more questions, just to, to put them in the chat. So when we were uploading the video yesterday, we had numerous technical issues with it and we thought we'd resolved it. Uh, I could see the timer slowing going, slowly going down from the, I think it was 50 to zero there. And I thought this video was going to cut out, but what oh, I'll do yeah. is I'll include a link to the video on the email that we follow up next week with everyone and everyone will be able to see the the video in full there. Um, at this stage, I can't see, can't see any more questions that have come in, but I just want to take the opportunity to say thank you very much to Daniel for presenting the, an overview and a summary of the programme. And also, Rachel, just thanks very much for sharing your experiences. Uh, Daniel, is there anything like you'd like to leave the
1: session with? Um, no, thanks very much, Rory. It's, um, it's definitely something to, to consider. It's not for everybody but it's a wonderful experience it's a very generous program a very well supported program it's a it's it's the full package and um it can really set you up for applying for graduate jobs in your return as well so if you are thinking about it uh go for it submit your application and and um see 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 what happens i see maybe do have one or two questions coming in there actually so
0: yeah also she has asked uh, would students um from study USA go to colleges on their own or would there be one or two per college That's
1: a good, a good question Oisin so it's normally one student per college so most most students will find themselves going to a college by themselves and being the only study USA student there that would be the normal experience uh, not absolutely all of the time but um, we normally have uh, more colleges wanting a student each year then we have um students and we have funding for 54 students so normally we have more than 54 colleges who would like a student so it ends up being one student per college in most cases
0: very good and just in relation to that question if if any students want to be connected with a past participant just again reach out to go global and we'll see if we can connect you with someone who's been on the program and you'll you'll be able to hear that sort of first first first-hand information again similar to what rachel has shared with us today but at this stage, uh, I can't see any more questions, so I'm going to draw the information session to close and just say thanks again to Daniel and Rachel. It's been very, very interesting here about the programme and your experiences. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks for All the best. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a podcast
0: from the Careers, Employability and Skills team at Queen's. Music by Ben Sound. To access career support at Queen's, please visit our website, go.qub.ac.uk, forward slash careers or follow at QUB careers on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.